Hello and welcome to another episode of One Sporting Way. My name is Riley Clark, and as always, I'm joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, Dave and Remy. Dave, how you doing? What are you drinking? Man, I'm doing great. I am fresh off a glorious victory in the board game Wingspan last night, so feeling real good about my bird identification skills. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the bird game you've told me about. Yes. Okay. Have I told you about that? I find that shocking, but I've only played it once before. Maybe, maybe I have because it's a pretty awesome game. And so, yeah, I'm feeling great. If you need anyone to run like a bird sanctuary or like lay eggs, ironically, I did a lot of that last night. That's part of the game. Um, so, yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm super pumped to talk about these games because honestly, they were both exciting. So, yeah. Um, how are you doing, Remy? And wait, hold on. Wait, Ooh, what are you hold drinking? On. Yeah. Ooh, boy, I got so excited to hear about your week. I am Aww. drinking wine in Kugels. I, I was just excited, you know? I'm pretty pumped for the podcast. And I'm drinking Lining Kugels Summer Shandy to celebrate the freaking amazing weather we've been having recently. Amen. I super need to get my sailboat fixed because it's like begging for a trip to the lake. Um, well, I'm also begging for a trip to the lake. So uh, let me know when that boat is fixed, Dave. Yes, honestly, I will. And if you, I know this is a long shot, Remy, but I 100% mean it. If you have an industrial aluminum extrusion machine, like if you have an extrusion press, like please can I use it? And yeah, I know that's I'll, a long uh, shot. I'll check my kitchen pantry. Yes, Probably please do. In there. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing great. Um, this this last week was like the first week at work that I felt like really full of energy and like full of joy. And obviously, when you're going to work all day, you want to feel joy all day, right? So, is that what's supposed to happen? Yeah, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> um, I think it's just like it, it's the weather. It's like beautiful in Kansas City. It's been like super warm, blue skies. All the leaves are finally here. So that's always just a really good feeling. Um, I went to a KC Current game. I'm like, I've, I don't know. I've just like seen a lot of friends around. So I'm like having a really good, good week. And um, so I work at a college and they're finishing up the year graduations this weekend. So that's always exciting. Um, yeah, I feel like I was going to say something else, but I don't remember. I just woke up. So. Is it the entire rest of the podcast that you felt like you were going to say? Because yeah. we still have that to come. <laughs> Let me keep going for about 30 minutes. <laughs> there um, you go. <laughs> well, you guys, I'm not drinking water today. Heck I'm yeah. I'm really excited unless that just means you're like dehydrated because you don't have any water. <laughs> no, it's coffee. Oh, Let's go. There we go. I'm like, I... do I have any Baileys lying around? No, but mm. it's something new and Remy loves her coffee. Yeah, so for our listeners, typically we record on Sunday afternoon so that we can get the episodes out on Tuesdays like we usually do, but because our schedules have been super crazy this weekend, um, we're recording on a Saturday morning, and it's like the vibe is so zen, I feel like. It really is. We have the whole day in front of us. Yeah, anything's possible. Mm-hmm. So Riley, what's up, man? Hey, guys. Uh, we're wrapping up school. We've got two weeks left. And so my life at school is chaotic because my eighth graders kind of just like stop. It's like senioritis for eighth graders. Like they can see high school in the distance, but they still, you know, have to like complete their work and do things that I need them to do. And so that's where we're at at school. But 
life's pretty good. Just been a little under the weather. Um, but I am I am still going to have a beer this morning on the podcast because it's Saturday. Okay, I'm so surprised you both are doing this. So it's like everyone's gonna be super chill. I should. Well, I'm gonna have a beer. I'm gonna go <laughs> exercise, and then I might have some more later with Robin. That's amazing. That's exactly the same as my schedule for today, except for the beer with Robin. <laughs> Ooh, and That's here I'm having from one of our favorite breweries down here, Southern Barrel, Tropical Goza. And if you haven't had a Goza before, they are German sours. Well, you I haven't. That's like but... Dave and your like baby. Oh. Dave loves German beers. Riley loves sours. And I love sours. All right, well, we have an exciting week and a half of soccer to talk about here because Sporting played two games since our last episode. Uh, They had a nil-nil draw uh, against New York City FC and then a quite shocking U.S. Open match against Dallas where we went down to nil in the 34th minute. Don't spoil it. No spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) And then the game ended. And then we lost, I guess. No. No, no, no. After a few other things happened, the game ended. <laughs> the game ended with no, Sporting winning the game 4-2. to two. So it was quite a shocking turnaround. We went into extra time, and we will, of course, dive into that. I know Remy and Dave are both chomping at the bit to talk about it. But first, got to talk about the New York City FC game. Nil-nil draw. Um, what were your guys' thoughts on that game? Um, first of all, worst field in MLS goes to NYCFC. Am I oh, right? Oh, yeah, big time. Oh, my gosh. Like, right when they blew the, the whistle, I was like, oh, my gosh. Is this, like, the field I played on in middle school? Like, so small. It was kind of trippy because they made it at an angle. So all of the camera angles are not, like, straight on. Super weird. Well, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. They're playing at Yankee Stadium, aren't they? That's correct, and that's why it's so crappy. Like, the infield has, like, a thin layer of sod over it for the games, and, yeah, the camera angles are weird because they're set up for baseball. And It must yeah, be, it's... like, the very minimum dimensions for the field that they can yes. have because it was so small. Well, and for potential soccer fans that don't know this, there isn't, like, a standard size for soccer fields. Like, they can mm-hmm. shift within, like, a, a, a boundary to make their fields bigger or smaller. And the boundary is huge. Like, the width is, like, 50 to 100 meters or something. Like, it's, like, a huge range. Yeah, it's uh, it's insane. And so, like, New York City FC can have a smaller field comparatively to Children's Mercy Park. It's it's trippy and it's weird. And it's just one of those quirks of soccer that is just kind of there. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, besides, like, the field kind of throwing me off... um, (laughs) My first thought was kind of like, uh, hello, offense. Where have you been? Mm. Um, in the second minute, did you guys see that Tim Melia almost had an assist on? Yeah, on shallowy. Like, yeah, oh my gosh. Was that shallowy? I think it was, yeah. Or they didn't really Johnny's, say his... maybe. I couldn't. I think I don't it was shallowy. It was. I'm pretty sure. Because I had and to I... rewind and look at his number since they didn't say. <laughs> Can you imagine if Tim Melia had gotten an assist like in oh, the second awesome. minute? I was like, wow, this game's going to be exciting. We might score like four goals. And then I was like, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's, I mean, getting a draw at New York City FC is a huge deal. Like that is a road point that is, I will take any day of the week. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I would like to eventually get to a point where I'm like not super pumped about ties because we just haven't like won anything in a while. Um, but mm -hmm. I, I think there were a lot of positives from this game. And I mean, we had some like really insane shots that were actually on target. Like everyone on the offense got a good opportunity, like Shelton, Johnny's, Shallowy. Like there were some good things happening. Did you guys yeah. feel like maybe we finally got into that mode of instead of just looking for the easy shot, maybe we were actually just trying to take shots when we had them. I didn't have any insight that deep. Um, but I do know it was, it was pretty exciting offense considering we didn't score any goals. Anyway, I, I'd like to hear more about that though. What do you mean by that? Well, we've talked in past episodes and we felt this season, especially with when, when Peter fell down from yelling so hard <laughs> that, our guys are waiting for the like gimme shot. Like they're waiting to get the perfect pass at the perfect time mm -hmm. to just just chip it into goal as opposed to just taking shots and hoping that a shot will go in. If you take enough, eventually they're going to go in instead of just waiting and waiting and waiting for the perfect ball to show up. Like it feels like maybe we've finally kind of gotten that message from Peter. No, Riley, I, I think you're dead on. Um, because I think what we've been most frustrated with the past couple of months has been that we're just not even taking shots on target because we're like pull, like trying to play back and just restart the entire play instead of just trying to like keep pushing and testing the defense. Mm -hmm. And I have noticed, I will say to your point, Riley, in previous games, I've definitely noticed the problem. Like I didn't notice because I didn't watch the whole game, but so I, I didn't really notice like that it had been solved, but in previous games, I definitely noticed like, oh, look at these guys passing up shots. Like Remy said, passing it back, like circulating the ball around unnecessarily when they had a shot. But um, as far as like my notes on this game, um, to me, I was like, number one thing, it was super exciting for a nil-nil. Like there were tons of like goal line scrambles. There were lots of like times the goalkeepers had to come up huge. And like that's my biggest thing is like, both teams' keepers had huge games. Uh, Sean Johnson for NYCFC, obviously Timothy uh, for Sporting KC. <laughs> but oh, like Timothy in yes, sitting man goal. Yeah, they both they both came up huge. Like it seemed like um, every highlight they would like cut in. It was like U.S. national U.S. men's national team goalkeeper talk because it was like holy shit sean johnson's playing so well tim Melia is playing so well like just kind of talking about like who would get the opportunity at qatar so well let's talk about the game where we had a lot of goals because i agree this is one of those kind of soccer games where i watch and i go yeah nil nil draw i was happy watching this game which like blows the mind of people who are like hardcore football fans they're like they're like, they don't score any goals. And I go, well, then you're not, you're not watching the game. <laughs> but it, yeah, yeah. It's, still, it's still beautiful play. And that's like the heartbreak of watching soccer is they can like have one of the best games of their life. Like they're playing super well. They're actually passing. They're accurate. And then nothing shows on the final score. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about this U.S. Open Cup game. So round of 32, Sporting KC goes up against FC Dallas, who, if I'm remembering correctly, last time we played FC Dallas, we tied 2-2. It was, it was the last podcast we talked about it. And 34th minute comes around, Sporting is down 2-0. I don't know about you guys, I saw this update and I was like very much like, all right, here we go. Yep, here we go, going to get knocked out. I don't know, what was your guys' thoughts 
prior to the second half? I was very sad. <laughs> I watched this. I watched this uh, whole game. I, I didn't even. I was like even on the fence about watching it um, because we didn't start like a single typical starter because it's so early in the tournament and we're in the middle of the MLS regular season. So I was like, okay, I don't know what Peter's like goal here is. Is like, does he care about this? Like, are we trying to get? knocked out like what's you know what i mean are we yeah, trying and, to and get knocked out <laughs> yeah let's mention that real quick we were playing a three five two we had cave yeah. rod we had uh, uh sister oh gosh cisneros oh, ozzy osvaldo cisneros oswaldo oswaldo yes. i don't know Felipe cisneros. Ozzy cisneros. spencer glass who i has never seen the pitch this year Caden yeah, i was Pierce like who is that <laughs> like and playing a weird uh, three five two, like we definitely were throwing something at the wall and seeing what worked. Yeah, and the first so, half did not work. Clearly, that and that I mean, we eventually we bring in uh, Voloder, we bring in Cam Duke, we bring in Remy Voltaire, we bring in Shallow, we bring in Johnny, and we bring in Kyrie. Like we used every single one of our subs in this game. Mm-hmm. Which shout out to Pierre Vermees because like Pierre. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going French this episode. We we've run out of Peter Vermees nicknames, so I'm very proud of Pierre for using all five substitutions. I think he's really shown growth. But yeah, it felt like he was just giving some guys some rest. But um, also extra time, I feel like had something to do with having so many subs. But anyway, Remy, let's let's hear what. Here's what I want to hear. In this segment, um, I want to just hear Remy's like blow by blow cinematic description of the game. So give us the game summary because well, my phone this entire time was blowing up with texts from Remy. I was not watching the game. I was watching You've Got Mail, but I felt like I was okay. watching the game just by Priorities, looking at my phone. rom-com or US <laughs> Open Cup round of 32. <laughs> I regret nothing. It was a pretty good movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. No judgment. I love a good rom-com. Um, well, unfortunately, I think I used up all my creativity for this game while I was watching it. Um, I just remember going through so many emotions all at once in the second half. And then um, I think I started like my diary of texts to you guys right at the end of regular time because we scored off of a free kick with like literally one second left. In regular time to tie it up and obviously since this is a tournament game you can't tie so someone had to win which means we went into two 15 minute halves of extra time with no golden goal so they had to play the full extra 30 minutes um did you see patrick mahomes when we scored that goal in the 98th yeah that was so cool yeah him and travis kelsey Brittany mahomes they were like up in the box like super pumped they're having the time of their lives. That's I was awesome. like, that's that's our owner. That's one of our yeah. owners right there. Look at him go. Mm-hmm. That's great. I also want to give a shout out to Voinovich for his first SKC goal. That kind of got us on the board, got things rolling. It was a good goal. And I'm hoping there's many, many more of those to come because we can't count on Kyrie Shelton's shots careening off of a defender and into the goal every single time. It's true, and hey, I know we give him a lot of a lot of crap, but we Kyrie played very well. He totally stepped up. I was pumped. We shouted him out on our Instagram. He saw our Instagram story. We're on the oh, radar. Nice. 
There you go. I also, like, I kind of have in my notes, like, all caps, it finally happened for Kyrie because there have been so many games we've talked about. He is always putting the defenders under pressure, and it just never quite comes off. Like, the keeper will be clearly freaked out, maybe kick it out of bounds, but it never leads to a goal. Like, this time, he did his thing, which is chasing down the ball, and he put him under pressure, and he finally got a goal as a result. Like, he just stole the ball kicked it into an empty goal because the keeper wasn't positioned for defense. He was positioned for offense. Um, So I was, like, super pumped about that. Kyrie has a few skills, and they are being big, (laughs) being fast, and being present. And being chiseled. And there are some skills. (laughs) I I don't know that, actually. I've never seen Kyrie Shelton shirtless. Um, Dave, we all know you've Googled it, okay? We all (laughs) have in this circle. I'm not denying that. Maybe I just wasn't very good at Googling it. Some people in my house that aren't me have Googled it. Avery the dog. I was going to say my cat, but yes. Well, this game, this game, I really, I think he like finally is starting to find his rhythm and like dishing out passes, which is one of your most important tasks as a forward. Um, I, I saw him just... Like, instead of just trying to, like, keep the ball for himself, he's trying to, like, dish out passes to other people who might be a little bit more open. And I appreciate that about him. Yeah, I think if you can't score goals effectively, which we've made peace with at this point, um, you've got to be that target man, like, kind of a magnet for the ball and then setting up other people. (laughs) Dave, you keep saying let's not shit talk players and then you're, like, dragging him the most. (laughs) <laughs> every every player every player has their has their pros and cons list, okay? And like we've just made peace at this point with Kyrie Shelton. Like the thing he brings to the table is not rampant goal scoring. The thing he brings to the table is pressuring the opposing team's defense when they have the ball and uh being a big strong dude who like can muscle defenders out of the way and hopefully dish out passes to Shallowy and Russell. That's all I'm saying. I'm not shit talking Shelton. I'm just saying he brings he brings a different skill set to the table than like a pure finisher like Sergio Aguero or Dom Dwyer. Also, yes, I just put those two at the same level. Anyway, I mean, they basically are. But they let's basically go are the same on. guy. <laughs> uh, so just a, a quick wrap up. Uh, four goals from four different players of Vuenovic, Jonis, uh, Shelton knocking off a defender with an own goal, and then Shelton with his own actual goal in the <laughs> 113th. Uh, Dallas got two there before in the first half. Dallas was playing with 10 men in the second half, getting a red card, and because of this win, we get to play everyone's favorite team in the world, the Houston Dynamo Which in the round of 16. Which we never lose, so yeah, like, we're going like to the, the Elite Eight for sure. Oh, yeah. It's going to be at Children's Mercy Park. That's going to be on May 25th. So make sure to grab your tickets uh, for the Open Cup game. Because who doesn't love watching us beat Houston? I do. Yeah, it's like I would say it's like my top 16 hobbies is watching Houston. Top 16. Is there like a bracket of your hobbies? Yeah. 16 seems like an odd number. (laughs) I'll show you sometime. I would love to see that bracket. You know what I meant. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into other news. We got a couple big things from Sporting Kansas City. Uh, first off, two weeks ago, Daniel Shallowy, after his performance, gets himself a Team of the Week honors. The next episode where we don't actually report on games, we'll like come up with our own nicknames for all of our players. 
That's and a great Pierre. Bit. We'll we have to have nicknames for Pierre. <laughs> yeah, we'll vote on them. Oh my gosh. My biggest takeaway from Daniel Shallowy getting team of the week is that I did not realize the team of the week had a bench. Like, I think he got named to the bench. And I'm like, why do they have a bench? Are they planning on playing an actual game? <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, they're like, here's our team of the week. But hold on. What if one of these guys gets injured? We need to have someone to replace him. <laughs> I never thought about that. But I think it's cool because, like, yeah. even, it, it just highlights more players around yeah. the league. But yeah. I, th- I never thought of that. That's kind of funny. Yeah, it feels like they're, like, gearing up for a match. <laughs> I would love to see, like, they had a big week where it was a bunch of defenders, and they're like, our team of the week is playing an 8-1-1 today. And we have <laughs> yeah. eight defenders <laughs> on the That would be cool, yeah. Does Daniel Shallowy, like, have to go to practice with all the other team of the week nominees? <laughs> I mean, like, that'd be cool. It's like they just play FIFA. On yeah, the, they're like, like yeah. how are we going to be, how are we going to win our game this week if we don't practice? Uh, all right. Uh, other news. Uh, new sporting late legend David Arnaud gets Davey named. Davy Arno. Davy Arno. Wow, wait, I butchered that one. Yeah, hold you... on. Wait, say that one more time, Riley. <laughs> Davy Arnaud. I, Remy, and now I'm Davey flustered. <laughs> David Arnaud. The, the type was small, and I'm leaning back. <laughs> I'm and and Riley's like, also congratulations to Nikolai Vujnovic. For his first Riley, goal. That was my favorite thing. <laughs> I'm just I'm kidding. No, that was great. Someone I else do it. the news now. I love No, I loved it. Keep going, Riley. We believe in you. <laughs> well, that guy's on the wall now. So that's where I'm leaving that. <laughs> Davey, he was one of my favorite players growing up. Like when I was a kid, it was like Davey, Josh Wolf, Jack Jewsbury. Jimmy Conrad, like all of the greats from my childhood. So to see Davey like win this, like welcome him into the new sporting legend, like amazingness. I was so excited. I do have some stats if you guys want to hear. Shoot. Oh, I want to hear. Okay. Well, these are definitely stolen from the Sporting Kansas City Facebook Hold page. Hold on. So. That means we have to play the sound. Which I'm going to try to find another sound because <laughs> I don't blame you. I want everyone to know I came up with that with like four in like four seconds. And it was at, a stroke of genius. But now at 11 45 p.m. <laughs> this sounds like a sound to try to hypnotize somebody. So insert new detective noise. Dun 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 here. So, Davey Arnault has uh, the third all-time goal scored in Sporting KC slash KC Wizards history. He's the sixth all-time in assists, the fifth all-time in combined goals and assists, and then the fifth all-time in club appearances behind some of our favorite players like Graham Zussi and Matt Beasler. So, All right. Maybe. We love deal. you. That's awesome. He was a little before my time, but he is definitely in the legend category. Yeah, he was always really fun to watch. Like, very solid player all around. Anyway, um, yeah, so Seattle Sounders won the CONCACAF Champions League and became the first MLS team to win since 2001. I didn't bother looking up, like, who the winners each year were, but basically this tournament is completely dominated by Mexico. Um, like I said, I didn't check if it was like all Mexican winners since 2001, like, but there may have been some other countries anyway, it's never been an MLS team. So, I mean, in, 
in MLS competition, obviously I'm not like a Sounders fan, but I do think it's cool. It's like, it's like cheering for your conference in college sports. It's like cool to see MLS kind of taking the next step, getting a little more notoriety and a little more respect in the region. So yeah, congrats to them. Um, all right. So Casey Currents had two games. Uh, first was their Challenge Cup match against the North Carolina Courage, where they fell 1-2 to the North Carolina Courage. Um, one goal from Hamilton in that game at the end, trying to bring us back, but not quite. And then Remy actually found herself at the Houston Dash game. So Remy, what happened? <laughs> that was a good intro. I was like, I just woke up from a daze and I was like, I'm in Children's Mercy Park. Of course I would be here. Of course. That's exactly what happened. Um, no, I went with my dad. Um, shout out to dad. Yeah, I was going to say shout out to dad. <laughs> yeah. Hi, dad. Um, anyway, so yeah, we went to the Houston Dash game, um, which is kind of funny because I was at the Challenge Cup game against Houston Dash just a couple weeks ago. Um, so got to see them twice. Um, so this game was really unfortunate because uh, we went down – like Houston scored their first goal 1-0 because of probably one of the worst penalty calls I have ever seen in my entire life. Um, it was a total flop in the box. Like our defender barely even like, I don't even know if she like touched her honestly. Like I, it was terrible. Like I would be, you know how like refs can get like in trouble or yeah. fired if they make a terrible call. Uh that yeah. this could have been one of them easily. And I honestly, like the whole crowd was just so like frustrated. You could just feel it. Like the energy shifted. And I don't know if the NWSL utilizes VAR because I don't think they checked anything. Otherwise yeah. it would have been I don't overturned. Think they do. they don't, don't ever do yeah. like the VAR hand signal when they're going to check something, which is so frustrating because this is a moment that like that software would have been super useful. Because that yeah. just shifted the rest of the game. We ended up losing uh, two to zero against Houston, so that was a real bummer. But we played pretty dang well. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. They do not use VAR, and yeah, they're just talking about the the Challenge Cup and how like how has there been no VAR yet? So it's yeah, gonna, it's frustrating for sure. I'm gonna guess it's just because there's still a growing league and they don't have the the funds to have VAR and everything. I also think it might. I was gonna say I also think it might be an issue of like maybe since they are growing and they are they're not new, but like a lot of their teams are new, so maybe like the games are not all like super televised. Like there's obviously a few cameras at all of them, but I think for VAR, like you sort of need like the ESPN, like 30 different camera angles sort of vibe. So I don't know. I wonder if maybe that's like part of it. They just want consistency across all their games each week. And so they don't want like, Oh, this game had a ton of TV coverage. There's decisions getting overturned. And then this team is screwed. Cause like they had like three cameras at their game. I don't know. I I wonder if that's, and they're all playing in different stadiums too. Like some yeah. are in baseball stadiums, some are probably in football stadiums, some are at like soccer stadiums, like we mm-hmm. are. So it's just hard to tell. But it was frustrating. Oh yeah, that would be that would piss me off big time. But it was cool. We got some free Bam Bams. You guys know what those are? I've is that the things that you hit together the inflatable things? Yeah, it's like it makes a, a nice. noise. Like you blow them up and you can like hit them against stuff. So that was like so entertaining. 
My dad broke one of them within 30 seconds of getting it. And Ow. I was like, you can't hit, use all your strength. And Those hit it look against so sturdy. <laughs> no, he like, b- like popped it. It was hilarious. So we were sharing three between us. That's awesome. Did you like stick one in the middle and then like clap the other two against it? Or was, was one just a backup? I was hitting it against his head as punishment. Oh, there you go. That'll teach him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Casey Curran's so fun. Oh, yeah. And you can catch him uh, actually as we're recording this. Uh, or no, tomorrow. It says May 14th on here. Well, it says Sunday, May 14th. So I got slightly confused. They but play today, today is Saturday, on May Saturday, May 14th. Uh, they play the Orlando Pride. So hopefully we come out with a win there. Um, I still have a lot of hope for our team, uh, despite Mallory Weber goes down with an ACL tear, which is not great. Ugh. And we continue to be riddled with injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, tricky, tricky. So hopefully we can still pull out some wins here and there, a couple ties. If sporting shows us anything, we just gotta get some ties, and and then we'll be we'll be rolling at that point. But, yeah. Well, speaking and- of that, we need to remember to make predictions for this uh, sporting game against Portland, which will be tonight as we're recording. All right, so let's do some rapid fire because we're gonna move into other news. So we'll do other news, and then we'll do our predictions for the games, and then we'll kind of wrap. Um. Dave, do you want to talk about the other uh, national team news that you've got here? Yeah, it's a big bummer. Um, just a huge downer for the U.S. men's national team. Uh, Miles Robinson suffered a ruptures, ruptured Achilles tendon uh, while playing for Atlanta. Um, so that's a huge blow because he's one of our best center backs, and he had started 18 consecutive games prior to that injury. Um, so he has officially, I believe, been ruled out uh, for the World Cup, which, I mean, this just, it, it always, it always just pains me to see players miss the World Cup because I can't even imagine like how much of a dream come true it must be to play in the World Cup. So to like miss it through an injury would just be like heartbreaking. So yeah. um, Hurt goes out to Miles Robinson, but that also puts the U.S. in a tough spot because obviously we want to have a good defense at the World Cup, and so our uh, arguably one of our top defenders uh, getting injured is a huge blow. Unideal for sure. Um, yeah, well, we hope he gets better soon. He recovers fast, um, but Achilles is rough. That's yeah, rough that one. is that is a big one. It's basically uh, up there with ACL, honestly. Yeah. I have one other piece of soccer news that I did not put on here. If you haven't seen, so in college, the game FIFA got me through many nights. Oh, yeah, I did see this. FIFA, or EA Sports specifically, has severed their ties with FIFA and will now be releasing their own soccer game called EAFC. And I have mixed feelings about this because the FIFA games have been pretty stagnant for a long time. They've basically been the same game. Over and over, as is like with Madden and the show. Like yeah. a lot of these games tend to be the same. They just but update also, the players. <laughs> like, I hope they make something new and better. But also, like, I get why they split off because FIFA itself is just not a great organization. They're yeah. been shown to be quite corrupt in the last uh, about decade. So, if you are a FIFA fan, which I am, you should see a new game coming from EA coming out this uh, next year uh, alongside you know the rest of their stuff that comes out every year so look forward to that well uh you guys have any last thoughts this week before we go into predictions i i feel i feel very hopeful about like sporting's 
maybe like we just needed to get through the first like third of the season you know like i don't know trajectory yeah i i have a good feeling i don't know like will we win the mls cup knock on wood probably (laughs) we will probably we will there you go i would describe (laughs) that as probably yeah (laughs) i mean there could always be flukes where we don't win the mls cup but like i mean come on (laughs) Mm -hmm. what are the chances all right. Well, before our next recording, we have three games. So Whoa. I'm going to give each of us one game to make a prediction for. And honestly, with how consistent we are with recording on schedule, it could be like eight games. Yeah, I like, know. <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not, too. You never so, know. Remy, what is your prediction for tonight's Portland game? Ugh, I think we're going to lose 1-0 because it's Portland. It's super late at night, like not normal. And Portland's always tricky. I'm just being realistic. All right. Dave, what's your prediction against Colorado? Oh, do I not get to predict Portland? Oh, no. We're each doing a game. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. My prediction for Colorado is the same as it was going to be for Portland. Those guys are going to be way too high to play soccer. It's going to be a 1-0 victory. But actually, my actual prediction, if we're talking real soccer and not be me being mean to Portland, is... Um, that it's probably going to be a 2-0 defeat because we don't play good offense and they are one of the best teams in the league. All right. Well, I'm going to say I've got the San Jose game. I think we're going to beat San Jose 3-2. to two. Okay. We got to win. There. We got to win in the predictions. There you I'm go. The one of us group. is positive. Yeah, Riley knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys – we did it again. We talked about soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remy, and where can folks find us? You can find us on Instagram, the app. And Not the desktop. No, we're done with desktop. Um, <laughs> we're maybe yeah. done with this joke at this point. <laughs> I know. I know. If there's anything that our listeners want to see on Instagram, if you have any ideas for stuff that we can share, please send it over. You can also email us at onesportingwaypod at gmail.com. If you have questions that you want us to answer on the air, we would love to do that. It's true. We do love our fan questions. All right. Well, yes. guys, thank you for recording. I'm glad we're back on it again. Sorry to everyone for the irregular schedule. The end of the school year is always tricky because we know we've got college graduations and school stuff and just everything's and a little bit up Day. in the air. So thank you for sticking with us. And we will hopefully be back in one week. If not, we'll be back at some point. That's for sure. <laughs> and as always, you can find us down here next time at One Sporting Way.